answer. Pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Breaking Bread with Peachy, where you're always invited to have a seat at the table. We talk about what's on our hearts and minds until they're clear. It might get messy, but my grandmother told me the true testament to a good meal is a stained outfit. We're going to fill you up and then send you on your way. So let's get into it. Today we have with us Bap 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 <laughs> Still works. Mad <laughs> loud. Uh, I know. We have with us Brittany. I was gonna say you're a full government name, but I will not. Good. <laughs> and she is visiting us. She is breaking bread with me today. Uh, for those interested, we broke bread over Brooklyn Pizza Crew, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, we had some cup char pizza or something like that. It was pretty delicious. So shout out to Brooklyn Pizza Crew and Delicious Pizza on Nostrand Avenue. And we also, not we, Brittany, also got some chicken wings from the Chinese restaurant somewhere on Nostrand Avenue as well. And, you know, she had to get a few of her favorite things because most of you do not know Brittany is born and bred of Brooklyn. But BK all day. Pew, pew, pew. But she recently, during the parallelogram, moved to California, L.A. to be exact. And I am doing a series of having conversations with courageous black women. And Brittany, of course, came to mind for several reasons. One, she moved during a Pandora's box. Crazy. And then she not just moved, but she moved all the way across the country to California where she has some family out there, but clearly she don't got what she has in Brooklyn. And, you know, she's been killing it. I remember when she first went over there, like in the first 24 to 48 hours, she was like, I have to get a car. She got a car. Uh. Within a month, she was like, I have to get an apartment. She got an apartment. And, you know, just checking things off the list. And I'm like, you know, I think it's important to have conversations with some extraordinary black women doing extraordinary things. And I want Brittany to tell us a little bit about her extraordinary story. So thanks for joining us today, Brittany. Introduce yourself. Thanks for having me, Kina. Um, As Kina mentions, I am born and bred in Brooklyn. Um, I have lived only in New York State. I went away to school upstate New York and came right back to Brooklyn. So I moving to LA during the panorama mm. has been an experience to say the least. Kina gives me more credit than I deserve, probably. That's what I do for and sure. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> Thanks. This is your show. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I uh, I am trying to live my best bougie black life. That was my theme for my move. So I am working on it. But to be quite honest, that first day I moved to California, I put my head on the table in my temporary apartment and I cried. What? Did you tell me this? I didn't tell you that. I don't think so. I cried. I bawled. (laughs) Like I was like. Change the topic. This is not about crazy. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, 
but it speaks to you know the reality of situations and having to work through Mm -hmm. um what you're experiencing i mean i made the decision wholeheartedly to move to california however comma when it happened it was a lot all at once and i had to just take a moment to put my head on the table i think what (laughs) i don't know if i told you this but i was staying in a temporary apartment Mm -hmm. and I was there and I just got dropped off and I was alone. I had my two suitcases and I was like, all right, so I'm here. <laughs> what do I do? Now what? Yeah, now what? I had no car. I had no way of getting I mean, I had Uber, but I had nobody to see, nowhere to go. Um, and we all know you hate Uber fees. <laughs> do I? Mm. And, I mean, it's actually ridiculous. It but is. <clears throat> we'll talk about that another That's another, <laughs> yeah, that is another podcast. However... Um, I just, the, the trigger was I was trying to turn the television on in this apartment and the remote didn't work and I just couldn't get the TV on and then I think I finally got it on and it was so loud. It was just blaring and I was just so frustrated and I just had to put my head down. It was just a rough moment, but I pulled through. I got it together because that's what black women do. Yeah. And eight months later, I'm living my best bougie black life. Hello, Beamer Benz or Bentley. Tell yeah, me, tell ben, me. Ben, <laughs> ew. Ew. <laughs> Birds. I know. <clears throat> clack, clack. Chucky ducky, quack, quack. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's interesting. So there was a there's a meme that I saw plenty of times in plenty plenty of different ways. And they always talk about, you know, black women wearing a mask like we might be smiling on the outside crying on the inside or you know we might be upset we might fall down but we always get back up and we always get back up stronger and clearly if you were crying in your apartment on the first day that was your fall down moment but you know you got back up and i'm proud of you i don't even think it was a fall down moment but i appreciate that i think i just had to release the energy Mm -hmm. it was just so much i had flown across the country uh with two suitcases Mm -hmm. and a bag and a new life, essentially. <laughs> With no friends, no family, no support system. And I was just like, okay, did you really just do this? Mm-hmm. You did, sis. You got a one-way ticket. Yeah. There's no return flight. Like, you're not going home. You're not going back to Brooklyn. Somebody's living in your apartment, sis. Like- <laughs> and it's not like you went out there because you had you made the choice i made a conscious decision so it was it was like this all you girl i know (laughs) what's up you gotta show and prove now so exactly do you you ever think about like before you went over there right did you ever think about like am i really about to do this like am i really about to leave my mom my friends my Every, I thought about everything it all. that I knew. You and I had the conversation when I was first considering this. Mm-hmm. We were in, where were we? Somewhere in Rockefeller Center. Say something fancy. So people. It wasn't fancy okay, at all. Well, we was having milkshakes. Let's just pretend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was like, oh, I'm, we're not going to be able to do this if I oh, move to California. Yeah. And I and you were like, that doesn't matter. Like it's okay. We'll get together. Which I appreciate that we have. Kina has come to visit me. Yes. Um, this podcast was supposed to be out a couple of weeks ago, but don't worry. Everything happens for a reason. Just putting it out there. So, um, yeah, every step of the way, every moment I was like, am I really going to do this? Am I going to leave my mother? Am I going to leave my family? Am I going to leave my career? Like my job? So put a pin in, let's, let's talk about that. Right. So 
you were working at a specific company and you were doing corporate social responsibility work, right? Let's say, give or take, mostly. Give or take, mostly. But you were going to California to continue pursuing that at a much higher level. So it's like, it talks to not necessarily the sacrifices we make, but as we get older, as we get more mature in our career, sometimes we got to make a jump in order to progress forward and go up, right? So that was the premise behind making the move. Mm-hmm. It was for my career. However, you, you uh, <laughs> when you say for at a much higher level, uh, take it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Because it was kind of a lateral move with the selling point of uh, in the the very near future, it will be, you will progress. Yes. Um, So I walked away from the opportunity here in New York to pursue the opportunity in another city. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. I mean, that was career-wise, you know, very courageous step. Leaving what you knew. I mean, so I have worked with the same organization since college, but I've been in three different, totally different roles and departments mm-hmm. um, in that time. And what I'm doing now is a far departure from my studies in college. Mm-hmm. So I feel there have been a series of courageous moves along the way. Um, and none of this was a part of my plan mm-hmm. because you you never could have told me when I was busting my butt in engineering school over math books uh, that I would be doing this type of work. You say engineering school. Where did you go to high school, Brittany? Brooklyn Technical High School. We don't care too much. All day. We don't care too much about the college, but whatever. So, and it's, it's interesting, right, because I feel like throughout this series, we're going to be talking to different women about their different courageous moves. And as you were talking, it hit me. I'm like, I feel like you have had some very courageous moves, as you stated, throughout your career. Because you started in engineering school, and then you kind of went to project management within construction, maybe. And then you went to, like, the finance piece of it all. Exactly. And I'm like, this is just And everybody was looking at me like, what are you doing, girl? (laughs) What is happening with your life? Are you sure you want to do this? But I believe that everything is a means to an end. Everything happens for a reason. And... Um, I have had some tough times at this organization, and they persist to this day. And you're still wearing the organization shirt, by the way. She's However, literally I mean, they give me a lot of paraphernalia, and I make use of it. Um, <laughs> um, you know, when you, like, leave college, all them free T-shirts go away, so I just get them at work now. True. Um, but, yeah, everything happens for a reason, and I, I was brought to this place, to this organization. I found this organization in in high school mm-hmm. and I determined in high school that this is where I was going to work and I don't know why I can't tell you why back then but I remember specifically saying that's where I'm going to work and it was very intentional in college look at that ordered yeah. steps I love it um flipping for a little bit right yeah, so let's get off of this work I know I'm stuff. tired of work I'm, I'm not tired of working <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> um, but um we often talk about, like, you you went to California for your job, for your career, career moves, you know, all of that, yada, yada, yada. But we also talk about maybe there's another reason behind this. Maybe there's a bigger purpose behind this. 
And outside of your regular day-to-day job, you've also talked about some other courageous things that you'd be interested in doing. And I feel like California potentially can give you the platform to get there. She's looking at me like, what are you talking about? I'm talking specifically to, one, getting into TV, production, film, what have you. Wow, you're just going to put it out there? I am. Because you got to manifest. Why not? You don't know who's listening to this. And he's like, wow, Brittany, you really want to get into this? I never thought about it like that. However, um, you know, because I just keep my stuff private. Um, But you're right. I I believe that in spite of the fact that things might not look perfect or might not uh, be unfolding the way I envisioned or expected Mm -hmm. in my career, uh, currently, which it's not bad, it's just not as I expected. I do believe that I am in LA for more reasons than one. Yeah. Um, and no one says you're leaving your day to day. No. But it's like yeah. understanding more. Like you've gone through so many departments at your day to day just to get a flavor of what else they do. Like you can just get flavors of what goes into television production and so on and so forth as well. Yeah, which I have been, um, which I've been exposed to because of the circle I have found myself in, mm-hmm. in this new city. Ooh, circle of friends who I've met. They're really nice. Shout out to the friends. Uh. I don't want to say your names because I might forget some. <laughs> but yeah, um, this, this um, another transition, I guess. So you went to this new city, started this new branch of your life career-wise. You know, you're getting exposure to new avenues potentially and now you're finding new friends and new family so talk to some of those relationships and how that started and how it's going yeah so it's funny because uh we talk about this all the time or at least i talk to you about it (laughs) about uh because we have found ourselves in the city in which we have we went we attended high school Mm -hmm. uh we have a lot of the same friends from that time or people that have been in our lives for years. Like I was out with friends last night and I'm like, wow, we've known each other for literally over over two decades. Mm. Yeah. Like, you know, you think about it. Yeah. Oh my God. You just aged us. I mean, (laughs) you know my age, you know. Um, But yeah, so it's really interesting to think about those relationships and how we call those our day ones. Right. But, um, you know, you and I always talk about we were not day ones, and it wasn't because, you know, there was no issue there, no reason, but we found each other by choice. Let me tell the later story. in life. Okay, I <laughs> I'm mean, kidding, if you want to go I'm there, kidding. cool. Later, but yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> we made a conscious decision to be friends, and we made that decision each day. It's not happenstance. It's not well. We've been friends. You know, they've just been around forever. You it's like as well. intentional work each day. And I say this because I always say Queen of forced me into this friendship because she would text me every day. And I'm like, I don't talk to anybody every day. First of all, she's making me sound like a little bit of a stalker. And that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kina texts me every day, first of all. But you text everybody every day. And so, exactly. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, well, if we don't hear from each other, like, what's up, girl? Like, you alive? What's going on? Hey, black girl. Um, And I appreciate that. 
Um, but it just removed me out of my comfort zone, let's say. But speaking to making new friends, like people also, you know, it's just like these these rap lyrics and these tropes, yeah. no new friends. Like that's stupid. That's dumb. Um, no you know, to Drake, but life. <laughs> we evolve throughout our lives. <laughs> um, and you know, some people are in your life for, uh, you know, a lifetime. Some people are in your life for a season, for a reason. And I can't imagine getting to a point and saying, mm, I'm good. I don't need any new people in my life. Uh, so I have been blessed to have been introduced to a group of people in LA that have truly become my like chosen family out there. And as we discuss moving in this <laughs> pana- panorama, like, panza, panza. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it it could have been very lonely. And some days it is very lonely, uh, just living alone and working from home. Mm-hmm. But having an outlet, having people to hang out with, having people to, to talk to, to, you know, just kind of show me around L.A. for a bit has been a, a real blessing. And I am very, I am so thankful and grateful for it. Shout out to the and for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they, <laughs> one of them called me yesterday and was like, so you're not going to tell nobody you made it? You're not going to say happy Easter to nobody? And wow. I was like, you know what? I, you right. My bad. I was just caught up in myself and being home. But you're exactly right. So, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that. You're right. Um, I'm actually going to tell the people a little bit about our history. So, oh, put your face. <sighs> so, Brittany and I went to the illustrious Brooklyn Technical High School back in, um, 2000. Oh, so 99 and 2000? We started in 2000? <laughs> yeah. I was a part of the Lady Dragon step team. Oh my god! And Brittany was a BTHS cheerleader. <laughs> and um, Clearly, I thought we didn't have beef, but clearly Keita had beef. I don't think we had beef. It's like one of those AKAs and Deltas, cheerleaders and steppers. It's like, oh, oh you do gosh. your thing, I do mine, and that's So have I told you that somebody said that to me in my college? She came to visit she came to visit my school and it was I'm sorry to cut up your no, story, no, but going. it was so funny because it was in relation to being a stepper and a cheerleader. And she I don't even remember this girl's name. I couldn't say what she looked like. Mm-mm-mm. But I know that she went to tech and she was younger than us and it was one of those like it was multicultural weekend and so they invite up students to come like shadow a student and sleep with stay with them in their dorm etc and like you know hang around them for the weekend shadow them for the weekend and her person kind of like flopped and Mm -hmm. dropped out of the program at the last minute but she was already up at the school she had nowhere to go I had a double room I had an available bed so I was like oh you went to my school sure you can come stay with me and so we're in my room talking to the other girls on the floor. And they were like, oh, did you guys, like, were you guys friends in high school? And she literally said to them, with attitude, she was like, no, she was a cheerleader and I was a stepper. And I was like, okay, look, sis, you don't even need to, you don't got to <laughs> sleep here. Like, you could go, go somewhere else. It's, it's one of, it's not. It was rude and inappropriate at the time. It's not real beef. It's not real beef. As it's I just, open up my home to you, my space. My home. <laughs> As I open up. <laughs> So she didn't have nowhere to stay. She would have been somewhere. Girl, girl, if you came to the school with Brittany and she opened her doors to you, pull up. So Brittany was a cheerleader. I haven't forgotten it. And that happened freshman year. 
<laughs> Whatever, moving on. Moving, moving on. <laughs> Brittany was a cheerleader. Brittany was a cheerleader. I was a stepper. You know. We were, fr- we spoke, we said hello. We were yeah, cool. We went to MSI together. We went to MSI together. We were cool. Just kidding, kidding, kidding. <laughs> I'm about to knock this mic <laughs> off this damn table. <laughs> we went to MSI together. Um, we went to tech together, but we didn't really like chop it up. Like Brittany yeah. wasn't not like we had our own circles. We ran exactly. into different people. She was an engineer. I was liberal arts. Like I was in architecture. That too. Yeah. Anyway, clearly we didn't know each other. Clearly. But, <laughs> clearly. But like she lived in my neighborhood, and right? we didn't know that when we were in high school. Again, <laughs> we didn't know that we lived probably seven blocks seven from blocks each other. Away, yeah. But when, which could have been so clutch in high school. Could have been, but you know, again, everything happens for a reason. We didn't really know each other like that. But yeah. when we were in our careers, professionals, <laughs> post college, post still college, living at home, still living at home, <laughs> I would be in the dollar cap. And if you know me, I if it says it takes me fifty one minutes to get to work, I I make sure I allocate. 51 minutes, not 52, not 53, 51. This is where we differ. So I will be in the dollar cab. Hoping like, no one else gets in the dollar no cab like in. it was a private cab. Pretty much. Hoping no one gets in. <laughs> no one she paid a dollar fifty. Was it a dollar fifty when you first started? I think it was a dollar fifty. It, been been it went up. Nah, I never paid a dollar twenty-five. Uh, was it? Yes, it was cheaper. Anyway, Damn, hoping we get all the green lights, hoping nobody come in, <laughs> and here come Brittany swinging her hair like, oh my god, she getting in the <laughs> Oh my god, hurry up, like, just hurry up and get in, hurry up and slam the door so we can catch this light. And I always also prayed they, like, went over the light to catch them at the other corner. It's just like, I have 51 minutes, okay? This is all I've allotted. So Brittany would get in, it was like, oh, hey, what's up, what's up? Boom, whatever. We get out, we go to whatever part of the train we gotta go to, we keep it moving. But it happened so many times, I had to stop getting upset and just deal with the fact that Brittany was always going to interrupt my dollar cap. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing this much on my podcast. <laughs> You're silly. I know. That's why. But um, then I guess we started talking, and I don't even know how we got into the conversation we, about hair. Yeah. And she was like, oh, my cousin does hair. Shout out to Nicole at Lance Lappin. And she gave me Nicole's card. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to try it out or whatever. And then, like, we would, like, instead of me, her going to her part of the train and me going to mine, we'd probably, like, ride in the center car together. Like, okay, so, you know, how are we? I, I feel like there was that. a point in time that we used to talk on the train. Hmm. Because you would have to take the local, and I would have to get off and take the express. Yeah. So we would ride together for until, like, Franklin. I was like, all right, see you. Bye. And then, like, we became friends. Um, I can tell you what did it, what solidified our friendship. What? The Thailand trip. Mm. No, no, no lies. The Italy trip. Italy. Yes. So my sister had passed, and you, we, we had spoken. Yeah, because yes, we had said, and, and you were like, "Oh yeah, I'm always traveling," and I was like, "Oh well, let me know the next time, you know, cool." And Kina took me up on it, and she let me know. However, my sister had just passed, and you had called me, and it was like a few days after, and I was like, "Oh, my sister just passed. I'm, you know, dealing with this," and you were like, "Oh my god." <laughs> um. <laughs> But I was like, you know what, I'll get back to you. And I was like, you know what, let me get back to her. And it was like a good, you know, take your mind off of what's happening. And we kind of planned that. Because we went, (laughs) one day we got together and we had lunch at some restaurant on Avenue D. On Avenue D? Yes. Some restaurant not far from 
your mother's house. Vivid? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Is Vivid so open? That's not I don't open think anymore. So. No. <laughs> we had lunch at Vivid one day and we were planning for the trip. Mm. And we went on that trip and we were not we had never traveled together. We had never really done anything like that together mm. and it, it worked. And I feel like yeah. that was the like moment. The, the like, sh- okay, we're good. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um I do remember planning Italy. You know why I remember it so vividly as well. Italy was the trip where I was still working at J.P. Morgan and I was interviewing for my other company. And I'd already done like two interviews by the time we went to Italy. And we were in Rome still. And I'm like, oh, pop bottles. I got this yes. new job. Yes. yes. And we new get, money. New money. <laughs> getting crazy in the room to only get another email saying, oh, we'd like to schedule a third round of interviews. I'm like, what the? <laughs> what? I already popped bottles, Kathy. Like, what's I up? I already popped <laughs> bottles. Like, sis, I'm about to sign on the dotted line. Pretty much. Already. And so I was tired. By that time, I was like, look, you only get an hour of my time. Because <laughs> this is, I'm already I celebrating. I got places to go. And yeah, we went to Italy and we ate gelato every day. We ate gelato and we shared our meals. And we, we were like, all right, meals. look, we don't want to exchange any more money. So we got this many euros. Put the money together. Let's, yes. This, set this aside for the gelato. <laughs> and this is for every everything day. Else. We definitely got on a bus in Naples and did not pay. Oh my gosh. That was so ghetto. Was I ghetto. hated that. That was so, that was one of those experiences where, where it was like, we don't have to do this. Like, it doesn't have to be like this. For the Naples bus? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Yes. We're on the bus trying to hold these big old stupid suitcases with the bus and people looking at us. We don't speak Italian. We're trying to figure out where we going. It was awful. We was should have just gotten into a cab, but, you no, know, No, people... that wasn't Naples. That wasn't Naples. That was when we went shopping, right? No, when we went shopping, it was just me and you. That was Tuscany. And it was raining. Well, that, that was, was a Florence. Tuscany, Florence. That was Florence. Look but this time on the bus, it was all four of us. Okay. I, I already know. see where this conversation is going. And I'm just saying, it didn't have to be like that, but whatever. But we had some really good pizza. I have pictures. But um, We had really great food. But yeah, that was, that was, I think, the beginning of our true friendship. Yeah, because, you know, if you tell me you want to do something and I find out that it's going to happen, I'm going to let you know. Like, I'm a connector of people. And, you know, I ain't never been nowhere with Britain like that intimately. At best, we was in the dollar cabs together in the salon. I'm like, girl, let's go to Italy. Let's do it. Let's go all the way around the country. And have a good time. And that is what we did. We and remember did. we balled out at Gucci? I remember. We got pictures. We so ghetto. We got pictures. <laughs> Holding on like Gucci bags. Like, woo, the manager came out, took pictures with us. <laughs> and we got pictures in the hotel room. Exactly. With the boxes, stacking the boxes. Yeah, you know how people do like money money phones? <laughs> ghetto. Ghetto. No money. money. Ain't never had nothing nice. Never had nothing nice. And clearly at that point, I still didn't have nothing nice because I did not know that I was going to get the job. <laughs> but um, I did get it. Hooray for me! But yeah, that that's yeah, Italy. Yeah, it was Italy. It was Italy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just be traveling with strangers. Ain't that crazy? And then she never stopped texting me. So I here was we go stuck. again, <laughs> having me look like. Can I say something? So, I totally appreciate it. I she brings say. out uh, the best parts of me and mm-hmm. and makes me say it again. Go accountable to be a better person and a better friend. 
thank you so much. Because when she's around some of my other friends, nobody claims me, honestly and truly. They're like, oh, that's your friend. Oh, that's your friend. I'm like, wow. When I Only when I'm around, nobody does it when I'm not around? No, I said when you're around my other friends. Like, everybody does it. Okay, everybody does it thank you. I mean, right. it doesn't make me feel better that that's a true statement, but... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm the only one that says it. No, everybody. Exactly. No everybody one, says No one claims it. me as their friend. But everybody loves me. Exactly. Regardless. So, you know. It's cool. Who needs enemies with friends like this? Um, so, yeah. I mean, that was courageous, too, because you just lost your sister, you know, which was touching. I didn't know her. It was traumatic. Yeah. It was totally unexpected, and I didn't know how to grapple. I hadn't had a death that close to me that was the first close death Mm -hmm. so it was just a way to like forget it not forget it all but just like move into a space of peace yeah because when did we go we went about we usually go in october october yeah and it was in august Mm. so yeah yeah and And i had bought a car yeah i bought my car in like october yeah i had just bought the car Mm -hmm. and then went to italy (laughs) and it was weird for me because just like i don't know britney that well but it's like i can't i have to be i have to read the room like she just told me she lost her sister and she's like how do i respond like i don't know her but and i don't know death that well either thank god but it's like i do know that people grieve and i know people grieve differently so it's like I don't want to push her to still go to Italy because I want her to go to Italy because I want somebody to come to Italy with me. But it's also, how do I get her to do something that I know she'd probably want to do? And I know she'd probably benefit from in the long run because it's an experience that, you know, she said she wanted. She said she wanted to travel more. You know, she said she let, let her know. And it's like, well, here it is, girl. And look at that. Everything happening for a reason. For a reason. I truly believe that. And now I can't get rid of her. Mm. I mean, it goes both ways. Yeah, so. I'm only I'm only her friend because of Nicole, who yeah. does my hair, and her mom. I believe that. Uh huh. Because you know, if anything were to ever happen to our friendship, which you know we hope doesn't, I'm still going to the salon and I'm still trying to get the key to the house. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna check the mail whenever she needs to go away. You know, oh she's gonna gosh. teach me to make bun. I already know how to make fried fish. The West Indian way, you know, uh, with the fish seasoning uh, and the black pepper. <laughs> Y'all gonna call me, you know, Patois Peachy, you know what I'm saying? You're silly. <laughs> you are silly. I just made that up. <laughs> um, I can't with you. Yeah, I mean, I don't, because it's gonna be a series, I guess we don't need to make these episodes super, super long. But I do want to highlight that there are great people in my tribe or my village and my sister circle of sisters and friends that I feel have done some pretty dope things. So just a recap of Brittany, she's been in the state of New York all of her life, um, majority of her time being in Brooklyn. And then when presented with an opportunity, you know, although there might have been some, do I really want to do this? Is this really what I want? She got up and went with it. And I feel like just knowing her career story, Brittany is going to do, and it's not to sound crass, but Brittany's going to do what's best for Brittany's career. And Brittany's going to always try to make the right steps to not necessarily get her to where she wants to be in her career for the next move, but get the well-roundedness necessary to just enhance her overall career experience, right? And I think that's important because sometimes we get so bogged down in, 
why are you doing this? Do you really want to do this? Should you be doing this? But then that's how you get the whole jack of all trades, master of most. Like now Brittany knows project management, knows finance, knows DEI, CSR, X, Y, and Z, one, two, three. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Brittany's part of Alphabet Gang, and I appreciate that. And not like the Alphabet Gang, like Alphabet Gang, but like Alphabet Gang in terms of like, <laughs> I would just say that. Yeah. But yeah, so um, I thank Brittany for being on my series of having a conversation with a courageous black woman. Very proud of her. Very proud of all that she has done and all that she will continue to do, you know, no matter the obstacles that may come, mm, because they Lord will come. knows there are obstacles every step exactly. of the way. They will come. And it's okay, because um, the, the spiritual queen is about to come out. You know how people always say, he'll never put more on me than I can bear? The argument to that is, of course he'll put more on you than you can bear, because he wants you to always be reminded that you should seek him to do in those that. moments exactly so continue doing your thing um don't be scared continue to be a bougie black girl because you mm, know my best bougie best black life bougie black life um and we should put that on a t-shirt somebody wants to wear it what? Should, we should what? do it right now. my best, best bougie black life yeah. we can do that easy i'm gonna edit i'm gonna get that in I'm going to take out my commentary, but I'm going to <laughs> Anyway, um, thanks, Brittany. Um, any final thoughts? Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Um, thanks for sharing a little bit of my story, a small portion of it. Um, and I am so happy to be back in Brooklyn. I just wish it were a little warmer. It's super warm in my apartment right now. I don't know if you feel it but I'm feeling it. Um, so maybe this feels like LA. It does. You want me to give you a palm tree? Okay, I'm gonna put a palm tree. I have a, never mind. Okay, see ya, bye. Bye. Thanks for breaking bread with me. Until we gather again, smooches.